0: This is Winning Cures Everything. Here's your host, Gary Seegers. Hey, hey, it's Friday, April 12th. I am your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow the show at Winning Cures or go look us up on Facebook. Just search Winning Cures Everything. You'll find it. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. Let me give you a rundown of what we are going to discuss today. The Grizzlies front office went through an overhaul yesterday uh, we're gonna talk about the Masters we're gonna talk Game of Thrones before the premiere on Sunday night college football spring games this weekend and Disney plus announced their launch date etc today so we're gonna talk about all of these things if you would so kindly share the show out tell everybody you know about it we do this every day 10 15 20 minutes roundabout we'll just see how long it takes. Uh, but the show is Winning Cures Everything. Like I said, you can follow us on Twitter, at GaryWCE, at Winning Cures, on Facebook, on YouTube. Download, subscribe to the podcast, leave nice reviews, please. We would appreciate it. The show is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Use promo code WCE50. They will give you a 50% deposit bonus. So if you put in $100, bucks, they are going to give you 50 bucks. You put in $1,000, bucks, they are going to give you 500 They've got the best online sportsbook layout, uh, the best odds, the best everything. So go check them out for yourself, mybookie.ag. For recreational gamblers, there's not a better site on the internet. Go check it out, mybookie.ag, promo code WCE50. Let's go ahead and jump into this Memphis Grizzlies mess. Uh, I was still trying to compute it yesterday because the Woj Bomb dropped right before we went live with the show, and... I wasn't sure what to make of it. They fire head coach J.B. Bickerstaff. They uh, get rid of Chris Wallace, basically demoting him to a a scouting role. They demote John Hollinger to basically a senior advisory role. They move Jason Wexler from the business side over to the basketball side as well, which is great because he's uh, going to handle both. And Wexler is committed to the city of Memphis. He is uh, entrenched here, and he seems to know what he's doing, at least on the business side. Now, I don't know about basketball, but I think the two things can work hand-in-hand. And then uh, Zach Kleiman uh, is elevated to Executive VP of Basketball Operations. Effectively, he's going to be the new GM. They say that they're going to bring in guys with experience to put around them, uh, around uh, Wexler and Kleiman. So we'll see what happens. Uh, The way that they went about it I think universally has been looked at uh, poorly, right? You don't trot uh, Chris and JB out there in front of the media for the exit interviews and whatnot. You don't let JB be a part of the exit interviews for the uh, the team members, for the roster players, and then a couple hours later come in and fire them. What I think, and, and this is just devil's advocate, uh, and I'm not trying to say that that of One, I, I think that this should have happened, right? Uh, I don't think the JB was the answer. I think he was a holdover. This is moving in the right direction. Uh, I think that Chris Wallace, it was time for him to go because he was the face of that franchise and he was what everybody directed their anger at. When things did not work out well with Chandler Parsons, when different trades, different deals, different draft picks did not work out well... They blame it on Wallace. So, I think that it needed to happen. Uh, the way that it happened, yes, looks poor. But if you go back and you look at Chris Wallace's interactions with the media during the ex-interviews, during the media day, during the end-of-the-season interviews, whatever, I think that his cockiness, and that maybe that's... he He seemed a little too confident. He seemed a little, um, I'm not sure what the right word is. It. it I'm going to go with cocky because he was absolutely bringing JB back. He said he felt comfortable. And when he was asked about a direction for the program, he said that he couldn't tell you one right now. And all of those things combined, if you are an owner that is on the fence about somebody already anyway, and you see all of that go down where you know that you are going to get destroyed for what this guy is saying, then maybe that is what made him make the move. Like, he may not have known for sure before those exit interviews, but the way that Chris Wallace talked to everybody, talked to the media, kind of basically spit in the face of the fans and told everybody, everything's fine, we're going to be okay, we're moving in the right direction, I can't really tell you what direction that is, but, you know, all of this stuff combined, if you're an owner and you see that and you see that there's no sense of urgency, that there's no, you're not telling the media, yeah, we've got some things that we need to work on. We're going to get those done in-house over the next couple of weeks. We'll let you know when we do, et cetera. Rather than, than telling the media that, he told them JB is absolutely going to be back I'm going to be back. I'm comfortable here. You know, all of, everything's going well. I don't really know of any moves that we need. To, you know, all of this, that was a disaster, and it might have been the tipping point. So I'm going to give Robert Perra the benefit of the doubt on this and say that that might have been the reason why the changes were made. Now, J.B. had nothing to do with that. But if you're changing over Wallace... It's probably time to change coaches to figure out what you're going to do for the long term going forward now. Uh, With that said, as far as coaching candidates and whatnot, I seriously doubt that they are going to bring anybody uh, or move anybody up from under J.B. Bickerstaff to be the head coach. So it will probably be somebody from outside of the organization. There's been a ton of names pop up. Larry Drew, former Cavs coach who... He lasted, what, like six games, something like that. Um, you got, uh got uh, Avery Johnson, former Alabama coach, who was a former NBA coach of the year. You've got uh, the the kid that's at uh, Golden State, the kid that's at uh, the Portland Trailblazers, the other kid that's with uh, Nate Tibbetts that's with, um, I think he's with the Trailblazers. So, either way, there are... Uh, A myriad of names out there. If you want to go that route, you could go Tom Thibodeau. uh, Retread, guys. But right now, I think the biggest thing is to make sure that you've got executives in there that can stabilize this situation because it is an absolute dumpster fire. They look like they don't know what they want to do. And, again, I think that yesterday's events at the end of the season media day could be what tipped Para to make the decision that he did when he did. Just just my thoughts here. Uh and yes, it did make Chris Wallace look like a fool. It did make JB Bickerstaff look like a fool for going out there and doing all this. But if you if you were judging some of his job based on what was said, Chris Wallace's, based on what was said at the media days, you might have noticed it was time for a change and that's why you did or why you made the decision that you did. Uh, let's talk about the Masters for just a minute. Um, not a lot to discuss today. Francesco Malinari, Malinari however you say it, uh, had a fantastic day. He was 5-under today. He currently is tied for the lead with Brooks Kepka and uh, Jason Day, and all of them are at 7-under right now. Tiger Woods, the one that everybody's paying attention to, he is 1-under on the day. He's 3-under overall. He's only through 10 at the time that I'm actually doing this show. But uh, Ian Poulter up there, Adam Scott up there, uh, Justin Harding. like we, We've got a good top ten. Phil Mickelson went one over today. Nothing like his uh, five under yesterday. So we'll see what the next couple of days bring. The Masters, with the guys that are on top of the leaderboard right now, this could be a really, really, really interesting uh, final two days. I, I don't know where the cut line is going to be. And I'm, I'm a little surprised at that. So we've, we've got some guys back at like plus 13, etc. But there's a whole lot of guys around 1-under, even 1-over, 2-over. And I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with that. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, still a lot of golf left to play today. But we'll move on from that. Let's talk about Game of Thrones. It starts on Sunday. I am ecstatic. The odds are all over the place. You can bet on this however you want to bet on it. You can bet uh, with the first person that's going to die in Season 8. You can bet on, if you go over to my bookie, you can bet on uh, who will die first, like different matchups. So some of the stuff that they have got, let's see. They've got Arya Stark against Sansa Stark. You got Euron Greyjoy against Theon Greyjoy. I mean, these are fantastic uh Odds here. Braun versus Varys. I'm in. The Mountain versus the Hound. Obviously, we would all assume that the Hound is going to die before the Mountain. but uh, Or, no, the Mountain would die before the Hound. Either way, you get the point. You can bet on all of those. You can bet on uh, the odds to rule Westeros. And so Bran Stark right now is the odds-on favorite to be sitting on the throne at the end of this season. And there's only six episodes of this. Three of them are going to be like an hour and a half. Three are going to be like an hour. And that's okay because initially we were told like all of them were going to be, um, let's see, right, KB jumps in on Facebook, cut line teetering at plus one or plus two. That's what I thought. I would imagine probably plus two. Uh, but there's some guys that you would really think at plus one uh, or even plus two that you would really want to have in there. So we'll we'll see what they end up doing with that. So, Game of Thrones, Bran Stark, Jon Snow, Sansa Stark. Bran is the odds-on favorite. Now, remember, Bran can warg into whoever, whatever he wants to, right? So, that kind of gives him a lot more possibilities, a lot more chances to be able to do this. The over... The biggest theory that's out right now that I... Am a fan of that, I think will probably happen is that John and Daenerys have a child. Now, I don't know how they're going to do this in six episodes, but we'll see. Uh, but John and Daenerys have a child, and that becomes the rightful heir to the throne. And Bran basically sits on the throne in the meantime, waiting for their child to grow up. So that's that's the idea behind it because Jon and Daenerys would die in whatever battle it is for, either for Westeros or for uh, or against the the living dead, whatever. So uh, I'm a little excited about that. The other odd that that came out, Peter Baelish, who died in the last season. Baelish is from the same place that the Faceless Men are from, and that kind of makes things a little crazy because what if it wasn't actually Peter Baelish that they killed, right? So, I am ecstatic. I cannot wait until Sunday night. We've got the Masters hopefully finishing up, depending on rain and whatnot. We've got NHL. We've got NBA playoffs, NHL and NBA playoffs. And then we got Game of Thrones. Sunday is a sporting, just, masterpiece. I am excited about all of it. No, there's no football. No, there's no basketball, like college basketball, whatever. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm pumped. Game of Thrones, by the way, is a sporting event. Make sure you watch it live because people are going to be talking about it immediately after. Make sure you watch it on, uh, on Sunday night. Uh, next up, college football spring games. Let me pull up lsufootball.net here. Okay, so there are like 33 spring games going on. There's not a ton of them. Uh, I take that back. There's a lot that are being televised we'll see exactly how many you can get to because a lot of these are going to be ESPN+, Plus, a lot, you know, et cetera, a lot of streaming sites. ESPN 2 has got Alabama this weekend at 1 o'clock Central uh, at 11 a.m. Central on the Big Ten Network. You've got Ohio State. You've got Notre Dame at 11.30 on MDC Sports Network. I mean, it's it's a whole myriad of things. Go over to lsufootball.net and look on their TV schedule. They've got a ton of stuff. Mississippi State is at 1 o'clock on ESPNU. Nebraska, if you want to see what Scott Frost is doing in year two, uh, they're on the Big Ten Network at 1 o'clock. Uh, SEC Network, Auburn at 3, Missouri at 3 p.m. on ESPNU. Uh, Tennessee at 5 p.m. I mean, it's there's a lot to watch. And then if you're bored tonight on Friday night, you're just sitting at home, don't know what to do, Kentucky, 5 p.m. on SEC Network. Texas A&M, 7.30 on SEC Network Alternate. That's all you need right there. Watch a little football, see what Kellamond and Jimbo Fisher are going to look like next year. Uh, I'm pumped about it. I think it's going to be a good time. I love spring football. Uh, you can always kind of get an idea of what's coming up without actually seeing anything real. Without, You get the point. You get the point. All right, finally, we'll close out with this. Disney Plus, they announced today that they are uh, launching in November of this year, and they announced the pricing. And I've got a question for you. And it, you can tweet it to me, you can Facebook it to me, whatever. I'm just curious. It's only $6.99. If you have children, are you obligated to buy Disney Plus? They have got a ton of stuff on here. All the Star Wars stuff, all of the old Disney movies, et cetera. Et cetera. It's only $6.99 a month. Or you can get it for $69.99 for a year, which is only $5.83 a month. You've already got Netflix and Hulu, and we've got YouTube TV, and HBO, and whatever. So you'd cut the cord in order to save money, and yet all of these different streaming apps, Warner's going to have theirs come out eventually. Uh, All of these streaming sites, all these streaming apps, if you want to keep all of them, you know, if if I've got a son that is 11 months old, I'm sure by the time he's about 4 or 5, We're going to have to do WWE Network, which will be another $10 a month. And you go on and go on and go on. Are you obligated, if you are a father or a mother, to purchase the Disney Plus package for your children? Is there enough children's programming elsewhere that you wouldn't need to buy this? Or is it just a requirement that you have kids watch Disney stuff? Let me know what you think uh but 5 i mean 699 a month or 583 for a year uh that's not bad that's not bad at all i mean 6999 for a year or 583 a month that that's fairly reasonable i could handle that um i think disney's doing a smart thing here they have figured out that people are cutting the cord and if you want to get their content you're going to have to pay them this which is not much, I mean, if you rent a movie, say you wanted to rent a movie on YouTube, well, it's gonna cost you at least three bucks, if not more. If you want like the HD version, it'll probably cost four. So if you're wanting that, well, why not just pay the five eighty three a month to get their streaming service? and that way you've got it every time you want to watch it. same same thing with Netflix, right? That's why everybody loves Netflix because you can always find something to watch, and it's only ten dollars a month. Well, once Netflix got everybody in. They jump it up. It's twelve bucks a month. It's thirteen bucks a month, and nobody's going to get rid of it because they are tied into whatever shows are on there. It's the same thing with with my family in Hulu right now. Uh, we're watching this show called The Act, which is, uh, I don't even remember the girl's name. My wife is all into this, and she's got me watching it now. YouTube TV has got us tied in with like all the DVR stuff that we can do. Uh, we watch New Amsterdam. We watch American Idol. We've you know. Yes, I know. I watch American Idol with my wife. She loves this thing. I like Katy Perry. That's just my thing. You know. Either way, let me know what you think. If you are a parent, are you obligated to buy Disney Plus when it comes out in November? I would like to hear your stories. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. Go to mybookie.ag. Use promo code WCE50 for a 50% deposit bonus. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. We're going to see you again next week. Make sure you watch Game of Thrones on Sunday night. I might talk about it on Monday. We'll see what happens. Appreciate y'all.